me, bro. Um, 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 can I testify for a minute? Go ahead, testify. Go ahead, go ahead. It's all you. First, giving it to God, who's the head of my life. Come on now. Yes, yes. The pastor, to the assistant pastor down there, (laughs) to all of everybody in the building, and all the saints and the rest of you sinners. I just want to say God has been good to me. Welcome to the Faith, Fun, and Motivation Podcast, where we desire to bring hope through faith while healing through fun and living, laughing, and loving daily, and inspiration through holistically motivating our listeners to love themselves and others to the glory of God. Thanks for tuning in. Woke me up this morning, started me on my way. Closing my right mind. Yes, right. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yes, he will. He will do it. Uh, let me stop. I'm going to bring out this song here in a minute. You better get after. You better go tell you. Oh, my goodness. That is you know, forget, forget it. You know what? Turn your Bible to Psalm 23. You read. I'm, I'm with you, bro. I, I got, you know, you know, as the Wait. I am always ready. Be ye ready. That's what he say. Be ye ready. Yes, sir. Okay, well, I'm done. Well, 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 well guess what? This is the beginning of our very first episode of Faith, Fun, and Motivation. So with that being said, take one. Let's get it. So we have with us us today your trifecta of hosts. You have Erica Hill coming at us from Kansas City, Missouri the home of the world champion and soon to be second world champions in a row, Kansas City Chiefs. Run it back, baby, run it back. (laughs) We have with us the brother from another mother that's downstairs putting people down under, Calvin Meadows out of Alabama, out out of the state of the world champion. Yes, Lord. Alabama, roll tide. Roll tide, baby. <laughs> and you have with me your last of host, Ray Washington from South Carolina by way of St. Louis, Missouri. So I always will rep Missouri Red when you see me because it's home of the Cardinals, the Royals, the Chiefs, and we are a state full of winners including the St. Louis Blues. Let me not let you forget that for the hockey folks that will be tuning in to our podcast. So we want to talk about what are we doing here? Why are we doing this podcast? Um, What do we expect to gain from it? And the first thing we want to start with is telling you a little bit about each of us so that as we go on this journey that we have no idea where it will end from day to day and week to week, but we do know we want to infuse faith fun and motivation into our listeners' lives. Because in this current culture and context, those things are hard to come by. So without further ado, we're gonna start with our first lady of the group, Erica Hill, so she can tell you a little bit about her. Erica. Well, hello everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Hello to my brother, Pastor Ray. My brother, my baby brother, 
Mr. Calvin, Praise the funeral the director. <laughs> I am Erica Hill, also known as Motivational Stella around all social media feeds. Um, basically, I'm just, you know, somebody trying to present the best version of myself. Um, I have three amazing boys, 23, 14, and 13. Um, single. Mm. Kind of, sort of. <laughs> she putting it out there, Pastor. <laughs> she, she put it out there, but she really kind of single. She's she, she more like single-ish. Right, I, right. You, you, <laughs> later discussion how about that a later discussion a later discussion yeah because everything changes i'm 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 all for change anything that's going to help uh me better my life better version of myself and anything that supports me and those goals and so that's where i am and if uh you don't know i did write a it's it's really a journal uh, but a book called how to stay motivated after 40 and it's a 42-day motivational journal for women to help them guide them through 40 42 days of changing basically their mindset changing their their inner thoughts about themselves um their inner core and and just basically showing them that they have a god-given right to love themselves unconditionally and and that's what it's all about is once you love yourself you open doors to so much more and and you're be, you'll be able to look at things differently when you remove all the negativity from your life mm. all right that that's kind of me <laughs> Thank you, Erica. So before we move on to questions, I'm going to have now our baby brother, the undertaker from down under, to tell us a little bit about himself. Well, let's get started. My name is Calvin D. Meadows. Uh, as they said, I'm the baby of the group. I'm going to put it out there. I'm single, uh, ready to mangle. Um, I ain't got no kids, no nothing. I'm I'm saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, and All right. five baptized. But uh, no, seriously, I'm, I'm an only child. I do have a God sister who um, I grew up with. Um, like I said, I've never been married, but I've been in the funeral industry pretty much all of my life. Um, grew up in it. Um, and so that's how I ended up in the business because it was passed down. Um, been in the church all of my life. Um, I'm a pastor's kid. So when I came into this world, it was literally my parents met each other. They got married. They started the church. And then a few years later, here come baby Calvin. So um, for me, it, it was growing up in church. So for me, church is all I know. Um, but that's a little bit about little Calvin. Like I said, I'm the baby of the group. So, hey, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to this podcast and see what's going forward with it. Well, Calvin, Erica already said that she, she adds the motivational piece. Could you tell the people what piece do you add to the podcast? Well, out of the faith, fun, and motivation, I'm the fun. I'm the fun funeral director. So 
I'm, I'm the fun. If you ain't found out by now, I'm the silly one. So I guess Pastor Ray was just like, you know what? Just go on and say it, Calvin. Yeah, I'm, I'm the fun one of the group. I bring the fun to, we all bring the fun to it. It's just, you know, that's my title out of everything. That's right. He's the specialist of the fun. And if you don't follow him on TikTok, you will oh, you find should. him under Ladies oh, Love Calvin. That is <laughs> Ladies awesome. underscore Love underscore Calvin. Calvin. And you will learn why he is the fun element of our you... little podcast here. Oh, I swear, it, it will add so much flavor to your life. <laughs> Thank y'all so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> I got four words for you before I tell you about myself. You won't believe this here. You ain't going to believe this right here. You ain't going to believe this right here. That's what you're going to hear from my brother Calvin. Well, I'm Ray Washington, also known as Pastor Ray on, uh, on TikTok. I'm Reverend Ray in the business world because I have a uh, barbecue rubs and seasoning business. Um, my The element that I bring here to the faith fun and motivational podcast is the faith element. Um, like Calvin, um, I was raised in the church. My people were not uh, officers or pastors or deacons or any of that in the church. I was the kid that actually grew up hating church. Um, because of my grandmother's involvement so much in the church, we were always at church. And I don't know a kid alive that wants to be in church all day, all the time. And so I learned to despise church. And, and to make matters worse, she was like one of the heads of the usher board. And so that means we sat in the back and we listened to ushers and deacons and folks talk about who's doing what with who in the church. And as I grew up, I just thought to myself, I don't want to be a part of anything like this. And if this is what it means to follow God, I want nothing to do with him. So the moment I got a job at the age of 16, I made sure my schedules did not allow for me to go to church. And so I spent my time dibbling and dabbling in the world. And right at the age of 20, I realized something was going horribly wrong. And I needed to go back to that place that I had despised. <clears throat> and as I began to go back to that place, um, Christ really impacted my heart. Um, a church that I was going to while I was in college trying to get my degree um, saw something in me and made me the children's pastor. It was crazy. I was a blonde head, Bonneville driving with beats and five-star rims going to the park and hanging out, never was a drinker or a smoker, but I was always at the hot spots, bumping my music that wasn't Christian music, trying to fit in with a crowd that I really never fit in with. And so as I began to learn God's word and work with these children, working with them called me to a high level of accountability because I thought to myself, if any of those kids ever knew what I was doing outside of the church, how I was conducting myself outside of the church, that would probably bring whatever ministry that God was trying to bless me with crashing down. And so now here I am, uh, I've been a pastor for now. Um, it'll be 20, it's 20 years this year um, to be more formal about it. It will be in October of this year, but I would have been, been 20 years in the ministry. But um, my background is in medicine. I'm married to a wonderful woman that will be celebrating 20 years in ministry in May of uh, this year. Uh, 20 years of marriage, um, but our marriage is a ministry. That's the way we see it. 
We have three kids. We have yours, mine, and ours. So we have two daughters, uh, 27 and 22, and we have a 17-year-old son. We just became grandparents uh, January 10th of this year. So we are excited. Thank you. We're excited for this stage of our lives, and we're looking forward to seeing how this podcast is going to bring hope, healing, and humor to people that will tune in from week to week. So uh, let's start with some questions for each other. And, and since I'm already talking, I might as well go ahead and finish it up so you guys will be the last. And so Erica, so we learned that you wrote a journal. So you are a published author. I mean, just big ups for that. Um, and and, and I, of course, I haven't read your, your journal because it's geared towards women. So I feel like I would be uh, sneaking to read something like that. But here's what I want to ask you. Um, if you planned to write a second book, if there's a second book in you, what would that book be about? So, uh, Pastor Ray, yes, <laughs> I wrote a motivational journal. And although you say it's for women, it, I've, I've had lots of men buy it. Um, okay. Lots of men and, and more so support for me, okay. you know, as, as a woman, as a black woman, um, trying to put something positive out in the world, they purchased it in support of me. So, you know, it, it's a good read. It really is. Um, as far as a second book, yes, there is a second book in the works. Um, that one is more so a a kind of a bio of how I got to be me, how I got to be motivational Stella. Mm-hmm. Um, through through all of life is a journey. <laughs> all of life is a journey, and we we kind of face things as as God presents them to us. And I kind of look at it as. Um, I didn't know what direction I was going. And it wasn't until I started writing those 42, what I call the Stellitudes, um, as part of the Stella Society that I work out with, group of women over 40 trying to get their Stella groove back. So <laughs> those Stellitudes really projected me into something more than what I ever thought I would be. And so to kind of sum that up in a book two, just in, in more detail that everything in life is not always easy. Um, the path is not always clear. You're gonna stumble, but the main goal is don't accept failure. You just get back up and keep going. All right. Calvin, here's a question for you. As the as the youngest in charge in this in this particular venue, yes, sir. Uh, as a funeral director, during the last eleven months, you saw a lot of death during the pandemic. If anyone knows how death is a part of life, you do, my brother. So tell me yes, something sir. for you to bring the fun to this podcast and how you brought it to thousands, tens of thousands of people on TikTok. Because again, guys, if you don't follow him, when you see his following, it is far reaching. And I don't say that to put him out there. I say that 
as an homage to what he's doing, what he's been doing, and how it's blessed many of people. How do you keep your humor when you see so much, when you're surrounded by so much death and pain? Um, for me, I never forget it. Um, there was a lady who, well, first of all, when people come to me, you have to understand people are in an abnormal state of mind. Despite if you know, if you deal with this person or a group of people every day, when they come to me and sit across from my desk, they're coming in an abs abnormal state of mind. So they're not always thinking clearly when I am. And so some of the things that I've seen and came across, not to laugh at their pain because you know they lost someone, but a lot of the requests that I get, they will come back and be like, I can't believe I asked you that. And it's like literally trying to stay sane. You have to literally have a have to have that sense of humor. And so, it's, like I said, not to laugh at their pain, but it's like, I kid you not, people will always come back and be like, I can't believe I did that. That was so funny. That was so hilarious. And I, I'm like, I get it. You know, I get it. Like you was in that abnormal state of mind. You wasn't thinking clearly. And I really didn't experience it until my grandmother when she passed and I was just like, okay, I get this now, you know, because even though I was, I'm in the business, my mindset was not 100% clear when she did. And so I should have let someone else come in and do that funeral because I was in that state of shock. And some of the things that I thought about and just tried to do, I laugh at now. And so I took that and TikTok allowed me to tell those stories without necessarily attaching those stories to a particular person. And so, so many people love those stories. Even now, I mean, I can, people come into the funeral home and like, that's the first thing they'll be like, oh, you're that guy from TikTok. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, it's me and it's, I have so many people who want me to do a story about them compared to people who don't want me to do a story about them. Your sister. Yeah, so it's <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. But it's, it's, you have to have that human. Human has helped not only me, but so many people who come and sit across my desk, you know, just to be able to laugh and help through that pain. And I did not realize that until I got on TikTok and people like, they would sit across my desk and I have to go fax something. And they're looking at the stories, just laughing. And they'll come back and be like, dude, your stories, the laughter from it helps me out so much. And so that's how I just, it worked and I ran with it. All right. I got a follow-up question for you, Calvin, since you're, you're, you're the storyteller. What's the weirdest thing someone has asked you to do for a funeral? I, this, there's this lady, um, I never forget it. Um, she always calls me no matter what. Um, and she actually wanted me to put a loved one on their stomach so everyone could walk by and mwah, her backside. And was serious, was serious. And I was like, lady, I can't do this. Like I had to talk sense into her. And it's like, now we laugh about it. But that was one of the weirdest things or the weirdest requests I've ever gotten. So a woman asked you, yeah. to place her deceased family members, her deceased family member on her stomach. Mm -hmm. And so instead of you going by and viewing the face, she wanted her family to kiss her backside. 
And I'm like, wow. <laughs> now you see why I turn my stuff into stories. It's like, oh, yes. I mean, I guess I would get uh, 70,000 followers if I would do something. If, oh, my gosh. That is and I'm, crazy. And like, I, I know this lady because we always cut up with each other every time we see each other. And I'm looking at him like, did you really just act me? You know, I can't do this, right? Like, if TikTok would have been around back then. Jeez. Wow. Hilarious. Hilarious. So that's, that's been the craziest one. One of the craziest ones. Okay. So, Calvin, I'm going to throw in a question since we're so fresh with you. Um, what does your sister really think about all the mockery <laughs> on TikTok? My, does she, my, does she my, have TikTok? Does your sister she does have not, She does not have TikTok, but she sees my stories. Like, she'll go and see my stories. And so she knows, I mean, the minute she says, or like, if I take something too far with her, she knows I'm trying to make a TikTok story out of it. Um, <laughs> If you if you ever had the chance to meet me and her, we are completely different. Like she is, she is like the serious type out of us too. But she she loves it. I never would do anything or say anything that she wouldn't approve of, and she knows that. And so that's why I did, she really doesn't want to do a debut just yet. So that's why I never just brought her on. And so, but yet nevertheless, she's cool with it. But how I portray her is how we actually act toward each other in real life. It's just, I'm the petty type and it works. And so, boom, here it is. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to turn this into a TikTok story. You could be TikTok famous because of me. Because of me. So there you have it, ladies. When you get Calvin, you're going to get Teddy, I'm sorry, Petty Tentagrass. That's, that's what you're going to get. You're going right. to get Petty Pentagrass <laughs> in Calvin. Right. That's it. Right. Petty, right, right. <laughs> Exactly what you're gonna get. I need some more content. I'm, My I'm, people. I'm gonna tell y'all where y'all big girl panties. <laughs> what you better wear. If y'all can't, if y'all can't take it, I, I, I mean, y'all got to be able to take it. <laughs> Look, Erica, they better wear a diaper messing with me. I'm just letting you know that and that. They better wear a diaper because I'm I'm coming full wholehearted like. I have set the presidents on my TikTok. You better, whoo, Jesus. So I'm still waiting for that TikTok of me, but uh, you know, hey, no rush. No rush no, whatsoever, no. brother. No rush. No rush. We, well, we, we, we got time. You, <laughs> no. We got time. I'm going you know, to put you in the background. I need to talk to Pastor real quick. What, Pastor, what was you thinking with blonde half when you was in the 20s, when you was in your 20s? That's what <sighs> I want to know. So we asking questions. Okay, so here's the deal. This was before Dennis Rodman, and this was before Drew Hill. My mom used to do hair on the side. And I've always, when I was in high school, I was that guy that just had to be different. I would wear hammer pants to school. I shopped at Jeans West. So I was all, I mean, I would have on really nice clothes with a trench coat. I mean, you would think I was going for or going to an MC Hammer dance video shoot the way I dressed at school. I had the patent leather shoes on with no socks. And let me tell you, maybe doing one of our podcasts, we could share some of our pictures from when we we're in high school, or maybe some people wouldn't want to do that. But all the same, that what, that's what drove me 
to coloring my hair because it helped me to continue that theme of being different. I always felt different, not like a homosexual different, nothing like that. I just wanted to be different than everybody else. And so the schools that I went to were predominantly white schools. And so I really stood out. And what was fun, I, I'll never forget, we went to um, a competition, a state competition for FBLA, Future Business Leaders of America and DECA, which are all business geared um, extracurricular clubs. And I went to uh, state finals to compete. And people were saying, Ray, you, you, you really got to change your hair because, you know, in front of these white people, that's just not going to go over well. And I said, you know what? I want to be that guy that when I take that podium and they look at me, they laugh. And then they're going to have to laugh again when I get my award for whooping all their tails. And sure enough, they laughed when I when I stepped up. I was dressed to the T and hair was, I'm talking bleach blonde, not auburn, not orange. It was blonde. And when I stepped up to the uh, podium and I had to give my debate speech or my business presentation and my team won, it wasn't real funny then, except for the funny thing was, is you let a black blonde he had come down here in the sticks and beat you. So that's where the blonde came from, brother. Try I to get it. I, I get it, brother, but I'm still trying to figure out how was you a 300-pound black man walking around this college with a blonde head? I mean, but hey, if you want to be different, that's you, Pastor. I get see, it. That was a beautiful story. You see, Calvin, the thing was, I wasn't 300 pounds. I've never been 300 pounds. When I was in college, I was at my stripper weight. Okay, no stripper weight. Strip weight, man. So, I was so good was, to go. You went from MC Hammer to being a blonde headed stripper. See, back. Yeah, right. I, I didn't say I was too big MC going to audition. Okay, I got you. Okay, I got you. I still want to see that picture, though. Hilarious. I still want to see that Hilarious. picture. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. So, Eric, I got another question for you. And here's my question for you, sis. Considering all of your life up to this point, what would you tell the 18-year-old Erica that you, that you think she needed to know that she didn't know? Don't marry the first boy you fall in love with. Wow. Wow. Man. That, there's so much in that comment. I'm trying to figure out where do I start. He must have broke your heart. There, there is, there is, there's life. There is life, and I, I, re, I remember, you know, I, I have a sorority sister who has a, you know, teenage daughter just going off to college, and these are, you know, all conversations. I imagine that if I had a daughter, I would tell her is, you know, let life happen. <laughs> let life happen. Do everything that you set out to do for you, especially when you're, when you're young, you're just going off to college. Don't, don't make it about, you know, finding that one. <laughs> don't, don't make it about, you know, 
attaching to those kinds of relationships because you're you're so young you're you're definitely impressionable and mm -hmm. there is so much more to life that you yourself have to figure out to just be able to go forward even further and I and I do tell my 23 year old son that you know don't don't worry about relationships right now do you <laughs> do you do everything that you want to do then maybe start thinking about that kind of stuff hmm. it's just it's life hmm. so Eric if you don't mind me asking uh, with what you know now mm -hmm. What age roughly would you have gotten married or even thought about settling down and trying to find someone? So my first marriage, I married at 25. So I wasn't, you know, young, but that was my high school boyfriend that I married. And I, I think late 20s early 30s is a good time to marry i mean i wouldn't i think most people now most of that generation even now are geared towards business and achieving goals personal goals for themselves mm -hmm. before they're even thinking about marriage because there's there aren't that many people rushing into marriage these days. And so with that, um, with that being said, I, 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 that's just, that's a personal opinion. That's a personal opinion. My, my, what is it? POV, my POV, mm -hmm. that's what I put out there. <laughs> Your point of view. Okay. So Calvin, just in our conversation, this has brought something to light to me particularly about you. So you are the single one of our group. Uh, I mean, Erica is single-ish, but you are definitely single. Yes, definitely. So you, you, you opened up and said, hey, you're, you're single and you're ready to mingle, all that. So <laughs> tell, tell us uh, and our listeners, what type of woman would be, you think, perfect for you? Not that she is perfect, but what would be a good fit for you? Good fit for me. Um, there's, first of all, God-fearing Christian woman, because I mean, that's exactly who I am, that God-fearing person. So I was, like I said, I was brought up in church and having that relationship with God. Um, and to, for me, I always ideal to have that business mindset uh, because for me, that's the way I, I was kind of groomed. I mean, to have that, strong backbone but yet know how to have that companionship at the same time um for me it's not of course we're all physically attracted to, to someone but it's to me it's more than just physical attraction it's the what's on the inside the caring the loving the brains of a person that also makes that person beautiful as a whole because you can meet someone who is physically attractive but yet have a nasty attitude. And now I don't even look at you the same way. But yet you can have someone who has a great attitude about themselves and that will help boost that attractiveness about that person. 
but if if that was like you said that perfect person of course that business mindset but yet have that love for god and know how to hear from god for themselves they can know how to get a prayer through for themselves that would be like you said with the air quotations the perfect woman okay well one more thing calvin stay on the same thing um often you hear that opposites attract and so i'm an extrovert and my wife when we married she was an extreme introvert and so as as we have uh refined or been refined by god in our relationship we have both come from our extremes where i was the life of any party that i went to and she was in the corner reading a book and so now we have come closer to what i, I believe god's intent is for us because the goal of marriage should be twofold number one to be one mm -hmm. be of one heart one mind one soul um, and then the second thing, which is probably the most important thing, your marriage should tell the truth about God to the people of the world watching. Mm -hmm. And so for you, Calvin, what differences would that woman have? Is What, what things about you that are, are, are good that you're bringing to a marriage that you need somebody that's, that thinks and feels differently than you? Um, I think you kind of answered that question, um, is to have someone who does think differently. Um, but at the same time, I mean, for me, it's, I, I leave that in the hands of God to actually put me in the path of someone who would be critical for my success and my marriage. So by doing that, you know, he's going to place someone in the path that I need to run into and be a part of my life that will know that not, not necessarily complete me, but help motivate me, I guess, like Erica, like motivates me that will take us farther and God and know that, okay, hey, if I'm down and out, if Lord forbid, but if something happens, okay, I need a partner that can get this prayer through. But yet, like I said, I mean, I've always prayed when it comes to business or trying to find someone romantically that God will place someone in my life that is critical for my success. And so... Okay. I hope that answers your question, sir. It does. It does. And, and I, the reason why I did that is because we don't know who's going to see this. And so right. therefore, there might be a woman that's like, well, I'm not that funny, but I could use somebody in my life that could bring the fun right. to my life. And I'm not really business minded like that, but I could use somebody that is really on the other end of that spectrum to help move me right. just a little bit in that direction so that I could be more conscientious of what I'm doing with my money. Because we know right. the number one reason for divorce is not infidelity. It's actually communication on the heels of not having good communication. Yeah. So right. when you have different goals, you're going in different directions, and that ends in divorce normally. So, right. Erica, as we wrap up our very first podcast. We, we almost done? We almost done, man. We almost done. So, Erica, uh, I know it, it flies. It, it goes fast when you have it. Fun. All right. so, Erica, would you give the people something motivational as we close down? I, I can, I can. So part of uh, motivational Stella in finding and getting or being the best version of yourself, you're, you're wanting to do that mind, body, and spirit. Um, when those three are aligned, you can't help but be 
a better version of yourself. And it's not so much about changing who you are, but just changing what you believe about yourself, what you see in yourself, and what you desire from yourself. And when you see yourself in a more positive frame of mind, and you tell yourself that you are amazing, you are beautiful, you are worthy, you are loved, all of those positive enriched words help feed into your your mechanism of your body and and really starts changing how you feel about yourself and you can't help but give all that glory to god because god gives you the the divine right to love yourself unconditionally he 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 really does and when you love him when you love yourself you're able to love him more and he's able to bring all that love gravitating right back to you and so that that that's that's life and yes pastor ray you snubbed me on a question for you so i'm gonna come right back go ahead go ahead And, 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 and the thing about it is I was letting you off easy. Uh-uh, don't let him off easy. Go ahead. I was going oh, to let you, let you go. Mm-mm. But, you know, I... I don't I come for me that, if I didn't sin for you. Don't come for right, me if I didn't right, sin for right, you. Right, 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 right. <laughs> because I'm, I'm sitting up here and I'm trying to wonder, did we talk about on this first podcast how we all came together to be... Faith, fun, and motivation. I, I, I was trying. I wasn't going to say nothing either, Erica, but... Can we talk about that real quick before we end this? Oh, right. okay. Because, I mean... <laughs> okay, so so you know what? That's fair. You guys go ahead and give mm-hmm. your side of the... Okay, I, I'll give... I'll, you. You okay, all right, all right. You you. So, right. so, so here, here's what happened. So on, on, tick, on the platform TikTok... Um, once you get uh, a certain amount of uh, followers, you're allowed to do this thing called go live. And so uh, it was literally about, I think it might be two months now, um, or close to two months, I'm on my way to uh, Charlotte to the airport <clears throat> to, drop some, to, to, to drop somebody off. And on the way back, I decided to do a live because I was kind of tired and I thought this would be the best way to keep me up and visually um active and so i do this live and calvin and erica gets on and i can't remember how many people were in the room but somebody said and i think it was calvin unless i'm wrong calvin says in the midst of the live hey wouldn't it be cool if we had a podcast with the three of us and while i'm driving i'm thinking to myself I'm like, yeah, that's a cool idea, but we're not gonna do that. I don't see how we're gonna do that. We, I mean, we 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 have each frequented each other's lives when we've been able to, but this was never a conversation on any of our lives. So you and ain't so this, got no faith in me at all, did you? I mean, this was like Calvin was birthing something. He was speaking something into existence, and I was like, hey, don't don't play, don't play because. 
I, I'll get behind a good idea. And I could not um, shake the, the thought behind three people who've met only because of TikTok that we each as creators on TikTok um, create different stuff and what that would look like for all of us to come together. I, I might now, say to be fair, now to be fair, I did the first live. Did you two know each other before my live? Oh, no. No. Okay. No. Okay. I, now, I didn't now, know. I was a follower of his. I didn't know how many followers he had until, and then I found out. I was like, I wish I didn't follow him because I'm just adding <laughs> to his whole little world. But, Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. I, I am, here I am struggling. Thank you. A I've whole new world. And I announced that I was just trying to reach 10,000 followers. And if just 10,000 of Calvin's followers were to follow me, I would be good. Okay. <laughs> you see how they come from me, Jesus. I, I would be good. And at this rate, I only need 2,000 of your followers, Calvin, to follow me. Okay. <laughs> I see what I can do, ma'am. I see what I can do. I mean, I, real talk, I've been at 4,000 for two months. And I'm like, how is this possible? But I, I, I don't, I don't do the material that Calvin does. That, that again, it speaks to him. It speaks to him. And so then, what we did, we 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 got together, and um, I sent out a Zoom link for us to actually meet face to face through this venue. And then we began to seriously have a conversation about what would that look like, what type of equipment that we need to buy, and so here we are doing our faced our first i'm doing our first podcast and so this i mean this is awesome that calvin's this, this is actually calvin's dream that he wanted to do and erica and i were both available and on board to do it because again we watched each other's content and we thought based on that we had something that was worth um basically planting so today is the planting of that and just seeing where it goes. Definitely, right. definitely. It's, it's, this has been, this is an amazing opportunity. And I couldn't imagine doing this with two, any, any other two well-rounded individuals. And I thank you for entrusting me to be a part of this process. You're welcome. And I mean, I, I feel honored to be on here with the both of you. Uh, both of your followings far surpass my, my followings. So the, the way I see it, I can't do nothing but go up. So I'm, I'm good. Wow. Uh, yeah, y'all say it's my idea, but I mean, to, to honestly be truthful with you, I mean, it was nobody but God that just really put that in my head. Um, because it was like flip-flopping among lives, we all just clicked so well. And it was just like, I'm thinking like, wait a minute, you got three people, like one of you said that we never met. You know, we never seen each other face to face before TikTok. You know, I didn't know that Ray Washington or Erica even existed and vice versa, but yet we have come together, but yet we flow so well and we're coming from three different angles. How is that possible that 
wait a minute, no matter what we do, I feel like we already did a podcast in one of y'all lives because the way we come right. at each other. <laughs> and I'm like, well, if we already doing this, let's bring this energy together in a podcast. And yet, like, we always take over one of each other's lives. Like, it's always boils down to the three of us. That's the way it boils down to. And everybody else just kind of like, well, they got it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, they got it. I must move on back. Like, and yet I was just thinking, like, what if we did come together? Like, that would be awesome. Yeah. And I really didn't expect it to be like the both of y'all to really be on board about it. I'm thinking like God put this in my head. I'm like, they ain't finna, these people got other things to do. I'm the only single one here. I ain't got no kids. You know, they don't have the time to do a podcast and to God be the glory. Look at us now. Amen. Right, right. It was definitely something on my heart that I wanted to do. So I, you know, just to to be able to do it. Right. So Calvin, you got something to to, to finish us with uh, humor, man. I, honestly, I mean to to really break down what um, Erica just said. Look, be yourself. That that's my only thing I can say is be yourself. Uh, when when you said that, the first thing that came to my mind was what my grandmother always used to say: Calvin, be yourself. Don't try to impress or imitate anybody else because everybody eat their chicken different. All right. So. Eat your chicken, boy. Enjoy your chicken, and go on about your business. All right, everybody eat their chicken different. They they may act like they all booze in there, but when they get home, they got grease on their face just like you do. So you go on to eat your chicken the best way you know how, and enjoy yourself. So that's what I got to say. Everybody eat their chicken different. So Calvin, I, I have to ask: uh, of the three of us, who would you say is the bougie chicken eater? The booze and chicken eater. Yes. You're trying to get me in trouble, Pastor. You're trying to get me in trouble. You really, I ain't. Uh, uh, what? Wait, what? Uh -uh. What? What? Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Another nothing. What? He he tried to. And y'all call me Petty Petty right there. And he over here, uh uh. We ain't finna do this. We, no, uh uh. Um. Okay. It, All right. It ain't, it ain't me because I never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. You you was gonna really? do process of elimination. I, I you was a, you was just right. about really? to go there. You was just really? about to go there. Really? Really? Okay. 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 See, see, she mad already. I ain't even say that. And she mad already. I ain't say nobody name on here. She already think I'm talking about her. But quit pointing to me. No. <sighs> okay. All right. <laughs> so That's okay. We got plenty more podcasts. That's okay. You're right. It's, You're it's, right. it's, it's, it's look, all look. it's all look. gonna come out. Yeah, look how she doing her thing in there. It's probably her. It's probably her. She probably eat her chicken with a fork anyway. Look, she eat her chicken with a fork anyway. Look how she doing her hair. I ain't said nothing about her. And she over here got the neck rolling and everything. You ain't even called Erica Nate. And she already, look at you. And she I was talk, you, talking with her hands. And the, hey, <laughs> I bet you ain't been no grease on them lips in years or from no chicken or nothing. Because she oh, eating with a fork. You know what? I, I wouldn't even pardon you. These folks didn't even know what I was talking about at first. Hey, Calvin, 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 Calvin. Right. You see what her lips didn't touch it? You just. Really? 
Look, clamp really? down like an alligator, then you pull it what? back. You right. know what? You lucky right now we just going by voice and not by video. Because this little foolery y'all got going on here, people mm-hmm. need to see this. What? <laughs> people uh-uh. need to see this. The only thing they see is that chicken not touching your lips right now. Dad. <laughs> really? <laughs> Really? So, Erica, Erica, before you... You know what, what, right? I'm I'm blaming you for this one. Right. I'm blaming you for this one. I'm minding my business. I ain't sending to nobody. And you you got him started. You You know how I am. He knows exactly how I am. I was over here minding my business. You baited him. (laughs) Right. I just asked a question. That's all I did. Uh -uh, uh -uh. Are you in this now? You in this. You in this. Now, you can't back up out of this now. You started this. Okay. You supposed to be all so, faith so, and everything. So okay. So let, let me go ahead and infuse the faith part. Uh, most followers of Christ um, or whatever religious uh, religion that you follow, you, you you tend to have a creed or a favorite verse or a set of standards that you live your life by. And so the one one of the verses that I live my life by is Matthew twenty two thirty six through thirty eight, and it's an exchange where um, somebody had saw Jesus uh, basically uh, burn the Pharisees and Sadducees in a debate. And they asked him, one of the guys that was looking on says, so teacher, aside from what you just told them, what is the greatest commandment in the law? In other words, as as a follower or someone considering following you, what is it that I really need to put my focus on? And Jesus says to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And then he said the second thing that one needs to do is to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Erica has been on a journey. And part of why she's motivational Stella is because she reached a point in her life where she realized she needed to do some things to love herself better. And the only way that you're able to love others better is that you first love yourself. And and the ability to love yourself well comes purely out of relationship with God. Because a lot of people walk around not knowing how to love themselves. Um, they may have been in a, a family structure where their dad was not active. He might've been in the house, but he wasn't present as far as pouring into his children the, the emotional, mental things that they need to be confident when they would leave the house. Or maybe you come from a home where you didn't have a mom or your mom was so busy working that she wasn't able to nurture you. And so this is where the importance of God comes in at. He is a perfect father. And so he loves you in ways that no one will ever be able to love you. As a married man, I can honestly tell you, especially in the beginning years of our marriage, um, my wife and I, we did not know how to love each other. We, we had in our, in our minds what we thought it was to love somebody. And we found ourselves wounding each other And it was going back to God to find out, number one, how he loves us is is enough. And in in, in discovering that, both of us discovering that for ourselves, 
it then empowered us to really look at each other and start to pick apart, not each other, but pick apart, how does this person actually tick? What is their love language? And once you dial into what another person's love language is, then they start to receive the love that you're actually communicating to them. And so this first to me is important because even when I post up on TikTok or when I'm posting things on uh, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, it's always followed by this hashtag, LGLP365. That's love God and love people 365 days a year. And so we hope through this podcast that we will help you find hope through faith, healing through humor, and then motivation to put one foot in front of the other that will increase your health through our sister Erica Hill from Motivational Stella. So we thank you for tuning in to our first of many podcasts. So some yes. of you will be hearing this. Some of you will actually watch this, this, this whole exchange between us. But however you see it, here's what we ask of you. Pray for us, dialogue with us, and lastly, share it. Because Definitely. we have no idea who this will help. And that's what we exist for, to help other people find faith, fun, and motivation for living. Have a that's blessed a hashtag. day. Yeah. That's that, right, that's a hashtag. So you can that's find that. Faith, fun, and motivation. <laughs>